just take my my card and don't call me. Yeah, yeah. Put on the nice one. Yeah, no, she's she's a psycho, man. I hope she's <laughs> listening to this, and I hope she feels shame for for doing that. But like, if you are listening to this, I'm still down. So the business boys, the business boys, everybody loves the business boys. Business boys, the business boys, hanging out with the business boys. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Boys, episode number thirteen, I believe. Lucky number thirteen. Um, I'm doing well. We hope you're doing well wherever you are. With me, as always today, is my co-host, Jimmy Mellos. James, what's going on, brother? Ah, Doing good, doing good. Had a bit of a sloppy weekend. Had some great times. New member of the family, Henry, shout out. Um, But yeah, great weekend. Ready to be back at it in the Business Boys uh, production lounge. Um, Yeah, feeling good. Feeling great. I'm feeling especially great because uh, I correctly predicted that France would win the World Cup. And I believe you owe me and all the listeners out there a glorious chug of beer. I do. I picked Adidas to win. They didn't. I'm even wearing a Nike shirt today. <laughs> so I'm going to do like they say and, and just do it. Here's my Drinko Day. It's uh, the most chuggable beer out there. Nice PBR. Oh. Poured it about five minutes ago. So it's, you know, it's good to be chugged. All right. So go for it. Spence, Spence is my witness. Here yeah. we go. So as oh, Jimmy chugs that, <laughs> as he struggles to chug that, chug that, I'm not drinking today. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm having a nice green tea. Um, been really busy with stuff. I got a lot of work to do tonight. So I'm having a nice green tea, which is quite enjoyable at night when you need a little caffeine. Um, and yeah. Oh. oh, nice one. Nice one there. Oh, I had a few uh, Labatt 50s again on the weekend. That cheap uh, oh, six yeah. pack. I just can't get enough. Yeah, I definitely had some of those. That was a pretty good chug, man. You look like you've been practicing over there. <laughs> was that hurt, man? Like when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, like get up, out of bed. Like you can do it, man. And then like halfway through the day, I was like, fuck, I got to chug a beer later. But it's all right. Here we are. You're in the zone now. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm always in the zone. Would you rather? I do have one for you today. Well, for everyone. So... Um, for those of you who don't know, you know, Spence and I do, do know we're big f- football fans. Um, Saquon Barkley uh, is the uh, Giants rookie running back this year. And if you haven't seen his quads, I very much suggest checking them out. Uh, Eli Manning has been quoted as saying he can't stop looking at them. Um, so my <laughs> would you rather to you, Spencer, is would you rather like full equipment? Would you rather try and tackle Saquon Barkley in a tight alley? Okay. Or would you rather just be in a ring with Mike Tyson for 30 seconds? Like you can run around the ring. Uh, I think being in the ring with Tyson would be one of the most scary things like ever. <laughs> I've, I've watched too many Tyson knockout uh, highlights on YouTube. The guy is just an animal. I, I would go with the, the first one. I'd try to tackle Saquon. It would probably hurt, but one punch by Tyson, I might be dead. Like seriously. So yeah, but if you're like if you're like just defending for thirty seconds, like I I think I would pick in the ring. Personally. I don't know, man. The the ring the boxing ring is not that big. It's pretty small in there. It you, is small. There's nowhere to run. Like time, you can, yeah. you're not outrunning him anywhere. Yeah, but he can't like grab you. I guess he could punch you in the back of your head. Ah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a tough one. Tyson, I, I give him. <laughs> crazy man. I'm gonna pick Tyson. 
Anyways, we've got a great show today, uh, gangbusters if I say so myself. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about some struggling companies, look back on some company failures. Uh, for some re- weird reason, I love looking and, and watching documentaries, reading about companies failing. Um, one, it just interests me too. I think you can learn a lot about it. And you get some sweet companies that are like flashbacks, uh, blockbuster. But, by the way, there's only one blockbuster left in the United States. I saw that floating Wait, around. there still the, is one? There's there's only one. There's one left. I saw that where floating it, like, around Wyoming? the Twitterverse. Uh, honestly, I have no idea where it is. It's what Google's for, my man. Yeah. Good times. So we'll be talking about that. Before we get into it, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk about some struggles. What's something daily that you struggle with that maybe other people don't? Yeah, for sure. And by the way, it's in Bend, Oregon is the last blockbuster. Ah. Yeah. Um, something my, like, honestly, my own personal daily struggle, like uh, every day is like a mental challenge is not eating myself to death. (laughs) I I love, I fucking love pizza. Like I could just eat pizza all the time. Like anything with like, like ranch dressing, like mayo, like any of that stuff that is like just super greasy and unhealthy. Like I just like, it's like, I constantly think about it all day. So I would think that's my biggest daily struggle is not just being like. 600 pounds that's a good one mine would definitely be waking up in the morning i hate waking up in the morning uh it's something i've always struggled with and also struggle with going to bed early and falling asleep yeah i just i just can't night hawk yeah i just hate waking up it's just the worst hearing your alarm go off every morning is oh it's just the worst part of my day um, but I do it. Everyone's got to do it. I would love to sleep till noon every day. I really would. But you also probably feel like a bum when you do that too much. So that's my thing. Um, Jimmy's thing is not eating mayo and ranch on pizza, which is disgusting. Not just on pizza. I mean, like just eating. A oh, lot in general. Pizza. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, that. ranch on pizza <laughs> is delicious. Good one. Good one. Shall we get sh- Shall we get right into it or are you going to... Uh... Well, I don't know. We can, I mean, we can talk. I mean, we got a whole fail episode here about failures and fails are good, man. Like aren't fail videos like the best videos on the internet? Honestly, I do like, uh, don't get me wrong. I like a nice fail video, but I'm not, uh, I, I had some friends growing up who would watch those 10 minute YouTube montages on people getting hurt and failing. I don't know. It kind of depresses me a bit and I feel bad for them. Um, ah. But the, the best ones are when the when the kid like deserves it. Like, you know, like not like he's a bad kid or anything, but like you're like like what are you thinking? Like of course like that pole was gonna hit you in the nuts and then it happens and you're like, that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I was a big America's funniest home videos fan growing up. Oh yeah. So. Had it was I guess it was the there. it was AFV. almost like the birth of, of YouTube, you know? Like started off with AFV, the little clips, then I went to like E Bombs World. Oh, E-Bombs World is great. And now we have the beautiful world of YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's dope. But no, I haven't actually haven't seen a good fail video in a while. So if anyone has one, I'd love to see it. But nothing too harsh. I've seen some fucked up shit, man. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not that into, like, like Fail Army is good. You know, they, they do like, like not people dying and stuff. Which is yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I like a, a nice PG-13 or PG yeah, fail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perhaps, um, the one that comes to mind is the, uh, the Halloween one where the guy just falls over and knocks the table. 
the, the oh uh, my Mad god, the, the drunken Mad Hatter. Yeah, you can just type in drunken Mad Hatter on YouTube and just like enjoy the shit out of it. Anyways, before the before we jargon too long and our own podcast fails, let's let's get into some business and talk <laughs> about some some uh, some you know failures that have happened recently in the past and uh, let's learn you know. from them. Yeah, analyze yeah, and learn. Let's start off with Movie Pass, which has been kind of scrutinized. Share price is tanked about ninety percent, maybe even more at this point. So if anyone, for everyone out there who doesn't know what MoviePass is, it's kind of like Netflix for cinema. Basically, you pay $9.95 per month and you can see one movie per day. So I believe, I don't go to the movies a lot, but I believe one movie is around 10 bucks, And and that's a basic movie. If you go see it in IMAX and 3D, it'd probably be closer to 20 so oh, it, IMAX is redonk. Yeah, these days. yeah, yeah. So it's a, a huge bargain if you go to the movies a lot. Anyone who goes to see more than one movie a month, I definitely recommend signing up for it, uh, even if it's not around for too much longer. But I mean, take advantage of it. Um, anyways, the problem is there. I mean, it's just impossible to stay profitable with that business model because they don't actually control. They don't own the movies. They they have to pay AMC or whichever other theater they're going to full price for the ticket. So if I'm a subscriber to this movie pass and I go see three movies a month and I'm paying 10 bucks to them, they're still paying $30 to AMC. So it kind of doesn't work like that. Um, They would, I almost feel like they would actually have to own, like release their own movie theaters and own the actual products and stuff. Well, that's that's what they're talking about doing, right? Plus, plus, didn't they get acquired recently? And before that acquisition, they were like fifty bucks a month for the movie pass. Yeah, what happened is, uh, it was like a data analytics firm took a, I think, an eighty percent stake. I could be wrong on that one, but they they bought the ma- a majority stake in the company and kind of slashed the pricing model. Which you know, to their credit, the subscribers grew immensely. I think from thirty thousand to about two million, but. Um, and, and their whole, uh, idea is that they don't want to profit. They're not going to make money off of the subscriptions. They're going to make money off collecting data from their app about, you know, which movies people are going to see at what time, um, what day, what are the, what are they buying there? And they're going to try to leverage that information, uh, to the movie studios to be like, oh, people like this type of movie at this time of year. You know, in summer they go see this, in winter they go see chick flicks, stuff like that. But from what I've read, the studios want nothing to do with that. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of an interesting. I, I do think it's a decent idea. I'm kind of on the side though. Like, I would rather watch any movie at home by myself. I I don't like going on the theater. I think when we look back in 50 years, we might think that's ridiculous. Like you're going to the theater with a bunch of strangers sitting in these German fested seats to watch a screen. Like, doesn't that just feel like caveman? Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm the kind of guy I like to eat when I watch stuff like, you know, get a, like, I mean, you could have your popcorn, but it's like 30 bucks for a kernel of popcorn nowadays yeah. and like it, I like it to is fall fantastic out. though like we're tall guys i like to stretch my legs and yeah i like to be in the comfort of my home home and i don't watch like that much tv or movies so i always have a a, a a you know wide range of things i can watch so yeah i'm not a big movie goer either and like yeah no I'm not, i don't like going to the movies that much personally 
I think Unless another... it's like a sick IMAX movie. Like if it's yeah. got like, well, like I saw Pacific cool Fit the, uh, the IMAX. IP theaters. Yeah, if I'm going to a movie that I'm really pumped for, I'd maybe go to five movies per year. Uh, I'll go to the VIP theater. It's like Lazy Boy Chairs. You got to pay 25 bucks, but it's like Lazy Boy Chairs. You can order alcohol if you want. They deliver it to your seat. That's what I'm into if I'm going to go to the movies. But yeah, just the idea. The, the problem too is with Netflix, you pay 10 bucks a month, but how many movies and TV shows are on Netflix? Like thousands and thousands. There's only ever, what, 12 movies at a time in theaters? And how many good movies really come out every year? Well, another issue is that for all like the, like it's, it's usually a pretty, like I find it's very, it's got its kind of schedule. Like summer is, it's got more of like the comedies that come out and in the winter, like all the critically acclaimed movies, I don't, I don't really watch, like I'm not really into like pop culture that much. Like, I don't know. It's the Emmy, which one's movies awards, Oscars. I don't know. Okay, well, honestly, well, don't. Golden the, Globes, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a Canadian thing. I think the Oscars, I think it's the Oscars. They come out, like, in the winter. So all the critically acclaimed movies come out, like, all at once. So that they right. can come out right before the fucking Oscars, before the awards. So, like, no one's going to really change when the movies come out. Like, I don't really think that data will be that important. And, you know, obviously a lot of people don't either. But they're also looking at buying and being part of the movies that come out. Right. So, right. like... So, like, oh, you know, maybe, like, some shit movie by, like, I don't know, like, uh, what's his name? Like, James Franco does a lot of amazing movies, but he also has a lot of shit movies, too. So, like, let's say they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, like, fund your movie and, like, we'll also promote it on MoviePass and help, like, get more people to the shows and da 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 And, and they're, they're talking about going in that way. But with the model that they have where they're essentially losing money if you go to more than a movie and a half every two months or whatever... Like, it's a movie and a half. They they said on average people go to like the subscribers go to one point five movies a month, and that's no good. They need it under yeah, they're one. Losing, obviously, they're losing right? five bucks a month. But I don't understand if you that. go to less movie less than one movie a month, why you would subscribe to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So I'm like, not. Uh, you know, it it is a great deal for moviegoers. Um, I do understand the data point. Oh my god, it's lightning like crazy here. I do understand the uh, data point uh, for studios and that. I think that can be useful, but I'm, I mean, I, th- I feel like every company now is just trying to do this monthly subscription thing. They they saw Netflix's and and Amazon Prime's business model with that, and they're like, oh, I can make a subscription for fucking Elastic Bands and sell them to people. You know what I mean? It's like not yeah. everything works like that, and. Um, I'm kind of on the fence with this, you know, I, I see some appealing stuff, but I'm, I'm not sure that people really want to go to the cinema as much as they used to. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, like there's, there's still, like you said, there, like my personal conclusion, I think we should move on a little soon, but you know, I think they have some cool ideas. If their demand is there for data, great. If it's not, then like they're kind of banking on something that might not be there, which is never a good idea. B if like they're they're trying to do their own movies they need money they can still go through some funding they're young enough where they can raise you know they can raise some capital and see if anyone's interested but it's kind of looking like too questiony right now and it seems like there needs to be there's there needs to be demand from too many different parts to act and where you don't know if there's demand so it's really up in the air yeah i mean it's so cheap you could throw a hail mary at it for huge upside and the downside isn't that big 
But I, I, I just don't believe in it. I would, I hope the day comes where I can watch newly released movies at home, <laughs> just on Netflix or something. Oh yeah, because I really don't like. I, I don't enjoy sitting in a room full of strangers. It's really spooky. You don't know what can happen. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I, so I, I would on go next. If, like, yeah, like I would just go if they like. I like IMAX and like if my chair rumbled and like threw like water around it, it was like a more like immersive experience that I couldn't get at home. Like fuck yeah, but for now, fuck no. Yeah, Sweet yeah, on next. I'm with you. I, I and and that's not to say like I don't mind going to see uh like a what are they called like a Broadway or something like an opera or something you know or or a concert. What do you mean you don't mind? How, well, a concert's great, but when have you ever gone to like a Broadway or an opera? I went to see Phantom of the Opera, man. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a fantastic, withdrawn, withdrawn. fantastic musical. <laughs> so I saw the South Park one. It's pretty fucking. Yeah, <laughs> the Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> yeah, those guys are geniuses. All right, enough about Movie Pass. But seriously, if you guys go to a lot of movies, sign up because it's free money. Yeah, like, seriously. seriously. Anyways, let's talk about something that you and I probably can't contribute too much because we haven't tried the product, or at least I don't think you have. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Victoria's Secret's been struggling as of late. Um, their parent company, which is called L Brands, uh, stock dropped 12% last Thursday after a very lackluster Victoria's Secret fashion show. Usually I, I'm pretty in tune and know when they are. I did not get to watch it this year, unfortunately. But yeah, so basically the comparable sales have been declining for about a couple of years. Uh, two years ago, maybe three now, they decided to stop selling apparel and swimwear. So I know uh, quite a few ladies were a little disappointed, no more swimsuits um they never really expanded their brand and products into new demographics like i know there's a whole there's a huge market for kind of plus size women now and they never really tackled that it was always uh skimpy products probably not the most comfortable and from what i've read uh in my online research maybe not the best quality now uh, also as we've talked about before on this there's crazy competition in fashion and retail and there is a shift towards comfort versus just being sexy. So, yeah, if you're going to have a luxurious brand like that, you really need to make sure that it is a premium product, that the material is legit, that the customer service is top notch, or else consumers are just going to buy the discount products, you know, and hit up that old Navy shelf. Yeah. And, and you know what I think, you know, since we're since the whole theme is, you know, struggling companies or failing, failing or failed companies. You know, I think it's one trend I see here and, and I've seen with a few other companies is now we're in an age where there's so much, you know, like customer service or, or there's, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. And it's so easy for people to go see customer reviews. So now we're at a time where like if you don't have a quality product, like people know, whereas maybe like 20 years ago, you could just be in the customer's face 24 seven and like the, you just think, OK, well, I need a bra. Like, let me go to Victoria's Secret because that's the, that's the, that's the brand. That's the brand. But if you start to hear more and more stuff, you see stuff on the internet, that's where you start to realize maybe the quality isn't that good. And you can actually do research on other companies that are good and, and have a better, better, you know, cost to quality ratio, if you will. Um, you know, and you also mentioned having the, you know, the comfort versus, you know, the, the look. So I'm, I mean, I, I've definitely noticed the trend and I'm not sure if you had Montreal's a little bit more, 
you know, sometimes a bit more liberal with these things than Toronto might be. So I don't know what the deal is over there, but definitely seen a lot more girls not wearing bras lately. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed that, that trend as well. Uh, yeah, I've noticed, I've, I've noticed, um, I'm assuming that maybe it's built into the uh, dress or something somehow, you know? Well, actually, so I did a little research last night and I actually heard, you know, from people as well. So not wearing a bra is actually better for you than wearing one. Yeah, I can Um, understand that. It's like wearing a Speedo in the pool. It's probably not good for your, you know. Well, it's not good. Well, okay, so took down some notes here so we're having it some helps serious by not wearing a bra serious technical difficulties i think the thunderstorm outside is uh, disrupting our connection it's like oh, the are day you really? after tomorrow out there anyways keep going uh, hopefully it'll be okay for our listeners oh i'm uh, i'm all i'm all right over here montreal but it looks kind of stormy either way um yeah so it not wearing a bra can improve um, your breast shape by strengthening the muscles. You know, if you have a bra holding up your boobs all the time, then they kind of lose the muscle in them. So long term, it'll help improve the um, the muscles in them and help them keep them perkier. Um, better circulation of the blood, which kind of ties into the Speedo thing you mentioned. And then it also helps encourage healthy breast tissue, which can lead to lower chances of disease like breast cancer. So... Big trend there that's uh, probably worth noting for the uh, the big, uh, you know, investors in bra, bras. That's a lot of benefits. Yeah. Plus, it looks great. <laughs> we were just talking because we've been talking about retail for a bit. And, like, yeah, like, like, we, like we said, expensive for quality, you know, like, but, like, they also spend all this money on, like, huge stores, marketing, like, all the, the whole, like, blowing smoke up, and all the marketing, all the fancy mirrors in the store. Like, they're actually really nice stores, but, like, I just find, like, now, the more you spend on that stuff, it's, like, it's good, but, like, it kind of takes away. It makes your stuff more expensive for the quality not being there, and, you know, it's quality, like we said, is so easily viewable, and marketing's cheaper, and I think they just need to get with the times, you know? Like, look at, like, a company like Urban Outfitters. They're doing they're doing pretty good. Like, like have you ever been one, to Urban Outfitters at all? I believe I've been in a couple. I'm not a big shopper, but I've been in a few. I know American Eagle's been taken off doing well as well. Yeah, and, like, like, like Urban Outfitters, like, I, 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 don't, I like going to those. Like, I don't like shopping, but if I'm shopping, like, I'll, I'll go in, you know? Like, if I'm with, like, a girl who's like, oh, like, uh, should we go in here? I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go to Urban Outfitters. Like, because they always have, they, they have, like, stuff that's always changing. They have, like, unique shit, like, books and records. And, like, there's no other store like it. And I think, you know, Victoria's Secret is kind of missing that, that aspect, that, like, kind of, like, uniqueness. So yeah. that's, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, and so much of their brand was built up from their models and their catalog and stuff like that. And I don't even think they have their magazine like catalog anymore. Uh, I don't even know all the models' first name, first and last names anymore. So that's a clear indication <laughs> the brand's falling apart. Is that, is that something you used to know? I, I've, I'm pretty good with that stuff. Yeah, I used to uh, used to know them and uh, know where they're from and stuff. I, I don't want to get into it. People are gonna think I'm weird. But uh-huh. yeah, I, I actually do think there's potential for a bounce back. Um, kind of what we talked about fix up some of those areas get into plus size mix it up a little bit but it's going to be tough anyways enough talking about bras great stats about that jimmy very revealing let's talk about papa john or papa nobody now because not only was he ousted as ceo earlier in the year he's now 
resigned from the board, aka pressured to uh, get the fuck out. Um, some really disrespectful comments from him about the NFL and the MLB and uh, some racist statements. Uh, if you guys want to do a quick Google, you can go back to see. He, he made a big fuss about the NFL kneeling was affecting their sales, which is just ridiculous. The only reason their sales ever really took off was because of their NFL ads with Peyton Manning. But I digress. You know, this is kind of the problem when you have one person being the face of a brand. Um, if that person gets fired or screwed up, screws up, uh, you're kind of fucked. Um, kind of so happened with... What's going on on your end? There's like crackling. Oh, uh, you hear crackling on my end? Oh, jeez. I, I think the world is going to end today or something. I don't know what's going <laughs> on in Toronto. It, it, it happened like, like remember Jared with Subway and then he had his whole, you know, uh, what was it? Like sexual harassment case or whatever. I think it was uh, like kid stuff. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. That fucking crazy asshole. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So they got to change their logo now. Um, I mean, it's a, I didn't know it was such a massive pizza chain. It's, it's the third wa- largest in the world. Yeah, dude, so, it's huge in the States, man. Yeah, yeah. I've never tried it. I, I'd like to try to see how the za is because m- most um, large pizza chains, the pizza sucks. Or it's just not – like it's not as good as the smaller kind of independent ones. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like there's no pizza that's as good as like the Greek diner down my street. They just slap on that sauce and the pepperoni. Like I don't want my pizza to taste like the cardboard box that it comes in. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious though because, I mean, the restaurant industry is so competitive and the margins are already so low. And, you know, I'm wondering if this is going to affect their sales at all. It probably won't. But if it does, it can be crippling. And you have most of their stores are franchised. So, you know, if they're if the franchisees are paying these high franchise fees to the uh, parent company and they're really they're they're the ones that are really going to feel the uh, lower sales and then they're going to get competitive with each other and start to offer like discounts versus the other stores. And then you're going to have a Krispy Kreme situation and it's just probably not going to end well, and you have to take the company private for way less money. But I guess kind of interesting to see um, what's going to happen with their sales base, if it will affect it or if it won't whatsoever. I'm I'm assuming some Americans are probably like, okay, great, this guy's a dick. I'm never eating Papa John's again. Domino's it is. Yeah, well, I mean, they 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 let the guy go. Like they've punished him for every dumb shit he's done. And the company's already recovered. Like they lost at, right after it, they lost ninety six point two million. It, it's it's hard. They already made it back. Like they fired him. He's gone. Like you know, like good on them for getting rid of them. I guess. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't think. Like yeah, he was the face of the brand, but like they 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 fucking ousted him. Like he's gone. Like I don't know why. Like we should continue to punish him. Like the guy who made the mistake has been punished. And like even if you look at what he said, like supposedly he like used the n-word and said like some pretty terrible stuff but like the way he like defended it is he was he said it was during like a training of things not to say but like how fucking stupid are you like don't like if i'm telling like if i'm coaching like a group of kids and i'm like okay there's no swearing at practice i don't i just tell them there's no swearing at practice i don't like list all the fuck i don't say like you know those kids there's no swearing at practice you're not allowed to say fuck shit ass dick like you just tell them not to say swear you know and if it comes up you say that is the word you're not allowed to use like guy's an idiot like 
but they ousted him, so I don't see why we we must punish them further, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. He he is Papa John. Like his name is John. He's he's the Papa. Is, yeah, well, what now, are they going to change their name to something or? Well, now he's uh, just John, man. Now he's just your average John, with a billion dollars, probably. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, really quickly, uh, that's enough, Papa J. Really quickly, let's. Uh, I'm just going to talk quickly about Groupon. Uh, news broke last week. They're exploring the sale of the company for about one eighth what it launched its IPO for about five years ago. I've never been a fan of Groupon. I always thought it was kind of a dumb idea. Not dumb, but just simple, and I didn't really see the value in it. It used to be valued at about $16 billion, and supposedly they turned down a $6 billion offer from Google. Uh, looking to sale now about $2 billion, maybe $3 billion, something like that. So um, from what I've in, – in my brief research, I've known like it kind of seems like they're not great dealing with their merchants, and they – they have the uh, choice to accept or deny their offers, and they're kind of really greedy with their, with the uh, proposals that these merchants send them, and right. they they really don't control the end product or service. This is, it's kind of hard to, to to deal with that when you have, you know, if, if someone goes to a restaurant using a Groupon, the restaurant's not good. I mean, what can Groupon really do about that? Well, I think that that's that's a, a fundamental problem with the model of Groupon is that. Companies that have a, a very good service or product don't need to and don't want to offer their service at a discounted price. They want to be seen as, you know, we're the good stuff, we're the, the, the best cosmetics, we're the best massage place. Like you won't see a lot of these good companies, good services on fucking Groupon. So what happens is it's a lot of places that need the marketing, that need people in their store right. that will, you know, offer a discount and then you go and it's not that good. Like I, I, I haven't talked to many people who are like, yo, I got this Groupon deal and it was fucking amazing. You know, maybe if it's like a new restaurant or like a new something, but if you've been around for 10 years and you're using Groupon, like it's, you don't want to be offering your services at a discount. Like it's just like, it's just the way it, it is, you know, and you get it cheap and then you go and it is it, like, it feels cheap. And then you, the service is cheap because it's, they need, they don't have their own regular customer base. Cause it's probably not that good to begin with. So I think over time people slowly start to realize that and don't really go on to Groupon anymore. Yeah. No real stickiness with the brand or the company. I've never met anyone who's like consistently talking about Groupon and how great it is. I don't think they had great, execution either they had a couple examples like when they tried to expand in china where they just partnered up with the wrong people and stuff so um kind of a failure there i would have taken the six billion from google and been on an island somewhere but that's just me i think you know there's certain companies you want to sell and certain you don't and, and to me that would be one okay let's build it up and then let's sell it but they were having great growth at the time so who am i to say feel you man Jeff feel Let's look at some past company failures. They used to be giants. Now they're nothing. Uh, if y'all remember AOL Internet, that good old dial-up, uh, or whatever, dial-up Internet. Off the phone. I'm going on the Internet. Yeah, they had the majority of the market. They were dominating. And then when it switched from dial-up to wireless and stuff like that, they just collapsed. Did a failed merger with Time Warner. Disaster. Another one, of course, we've talked about it before, is Yahoo. 
uh, from the do- one of the dominant internet companies to the saddest sale in history where they sold to Verizon for, I want to say, two-something billion, where they were valued probably close to $100 billion at one point. Um, Blockbuster, well-documented. eBay well, hold, used hold to on, be a hold lot. Hold on here. So, yeah, because I just want to ask you something about Yahoo, because you still use some Yahoo services. Am I not? Uh, am I mistaken? I use, uh, I just use Yahoo Finance. Like, is it even, like, is it, like, good? Like, I hear it's, it's not, not that good. I, I, I have a lot of criticisms about it. I want to build a better one for sure. But for, for a free, like, service, it's probably the best out there. And if there's a better one, someone please let me know, because I'd be more than happy to use it. Like, isn't that like, like, that's like, that's the issue. Like, is that not the issue is that they think right now they like, that's what, you know, and like, that's what most people use. I'm assuming as a free, you know, way to check out their finance stuff is on Yahoo finance. Like, why not make it good? Like, why are they like, like, why are they just like waiting for someone to to do something better? It's not bad, right? It's D it's pretty good. Um, I just have, I have some problems with some of their opinions. I find them very liberal. Let's just say. Um, but I mean, for a free site, it's, it's pretty good to be honest. I just have some issues. Like it's not, uh, you know, it's a little slow sometimes and stuff. And it just has no, it's just no cool factor to me. It's not, not something I enjoy using, I guess you could say. Yeah. But it's decent. Uh, yeah. Blockbuster. We all know that one. eBay was another one that was huge. It was way bigger than Amazon back in the day. Um, that's an interesting one. Xerox um, famously got their had pretty much had the first computer and then Steve Jobs and his team went in there and pretty much they gave them a, a full demo of their product and they stole it and made it into the Mac. So Xerox just shit the bed on that one. I mean, they could have dominated the computer space. They did. They it's like when you have something, you don't realize what to do with it. And then someone else is like, hey, this is huge. You know, you can use this. And then my personal favorite failed businessman, John freaking DeLorean. What a beast. <laughs> Youngest VP in GM history. Uh, absolute stud, dated models. Um, when the DeLorean company was failing and needed to raise money, he tried to do a massive cocaine deal to save the company. Ended up that the people doing the deal with him were undercover cops and he got arrested and the company went bankrupt. Fun fact, Jimmy and I saw DeLorean uh, a week ago in Toronto. That was super cool. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, I, I would never condone selling, you know, cocaine and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially um, not 22 like, million worth. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, can't say the dude didn't do what he had to do or, you know, thought he had yeah, to I'm do with to, you, man. I'm to with save you. the company. I, I honestly, like, I respect him more for doing <laughs> you, that. You got heart, kid. You got heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I respect him more for doing that. Not a lot of people would. It didn't work and it was illegal, but fuck. God did whatever it takes, man. Care about his company and his vision and his employees. Oh, man. It was kind of a snowball effect of bad luck. The economy was getting pretty rough and stuff, but... No pun intended on the snowball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, you know what? I think that was only an okay pod. I'm not, I'm not so sure it was great. Maybe there's technical difficulties going on maybe it's because i didn't have any booze in me i don't know yeah seriously man fucking softy over there i gotta gotta listen to netflix's conference calls and uh, see see what would happen with those netflix man need to make more need to make more luke cage shows or something to get more subscribers (laughs) okay so 
before we head out stock flies too high ladies and gentlemen (laughs) so before we head out you know considering this whole podcast was about fails you know podcast itself might have been a bit of a fail i like like you just said who knows but i want to know what's what like do you have like a what's your what's your what's your biggest fail moment um what do you mean like uh like what's like like what's like uh, what's the dumbest one or just a stupid moment or uh, a stupid moment a work one like you you went for something and didn't get it like i don't know do you have one or are you just I, overall I, I have i have i have a million of them i don't know how, i don't know which one i really want to say on the podcast <laughs> um you know i probably go back to some you know i did some stupid stuff in school where i would fail a class or you know do really bad because of you know, maybe I'm out drinking with some friends. I'll leave it at that. I think those who know me can fill in the blanks. <laughs> okay, I got. I'll, I'll, I'll recap with a nice fail story. The people I've told it to, probably half of you already heard it who are listening. But fuck it. Um. So, um. You know, recently single man got a new shirt from Old Navy, so I was feeling pretty good, and uh, was on the metro. Girl walks into the metro, gives me a smile, smile back. Thought, hey, feeling good in my new old navy shirt. So, uh, but then she keeps over. I'm playing Catan on my phone. She keeps looking over my way. So I was like, oh man, okay. So like, I gotta, you know, I gotta get out there. So we lock eyes again. Give her a smile. She gives me a smile back. I'm like, okay, I gotta, like, I gotta go for this, or else what kind of a man am I, you know? So I had my, I was keep some business cards in my wallet. So I asked her if she had a pen so I could write my cell phone number on my business card. She goes, oh, no, I don't have a, biz- a pen and I'm getting off at the next stop. So I was like, all right, well, like here, like here's my business card if you want to like, you know, like send me your number or something like that. And she just like freaks out, pushes my hand away and then goes like, no, no, no. And then like her stop comes and she like runs out of the metro. So I was like super taken aback. And then like I turn around, like I'm on the metro, like 30 people just like staring at me. Like, you know, this guy just got denied so hard. Like, what the fuck did he say to this girl? And then I had to ride the rest of the, the metro ride was just like a, a fucking shame. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> that is embarrassing, man. But I don't think that's a fail because she sounds like a mental case. You probably dodged a bullet. You pulled off a great, great train dodge there. Oh, Stand man. by me level. <laughs> I like just take my my card and don't call me. Yeah, yeah. Put on the nice one. Yeah, no. She's she's a psycho, man. I hope she's <laughs> listening to this, and I hope she feels shame for for doing that. But like, if you are listening to this, I'm still down. So you know, just reach out <laughs> to the business voice. <laughs> All right, that's good. Let's get out of here, Jim. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for bearing with us through the technical difficulties. We will catch you next week. Check you later. See you guys.